Welcome to the Movie Complex Channel Podcast. Here, I review streaming TV shows and movies so that you don't have to. Your time is precious and you don't have time to waste it. So each week, I'll review a TV show or a movie and give you a bite-sized review. Now let's jump into the review. Daryl? Daryl, come in. Hey, hey! Attack on VA-33 is an action thriller exclusively released on the Roku channel. The story follows Jason Hill, a veteran who must stop terrorists who have taken over a VA hospital and save the staff and visitors they have taken hostage. For a B-movie, it has a really interesting cast. The lead as Jason Hill is Sean Patrick Flannery. The villain is Adrian Rybakov, played by Nicolas Cage's son, Weston Cage Coppola. You have Brittany Underwood, Rachel True from The Craft, Mark Dacascas, and of course, Michael Jai White. As far as Weston Cage Coppola goes, I find him very interesting as a person because his father, Nicolas Cage, took on the stage name Cage to separate himself from his Coppola family legacy. And so now he has Weston Cage Coppola, who's taken on the stage name of his father and the family last name. So it's like a little bit confusing on why he did that when he could just go Weston Coppola. As far as his acting goes, I feel like he did a really good job. His acting wasn't over the top and he wasn't corny in any way. He did though have a moment of hostility freakout session in this movie, but I can assure you it is nowhere on the level of his dad. As far as his Russian accent goes, I feel like it wasn't the best, but it was better than most. And I feel like I'm a good judge of Russian accents because I work with these really awesome Russian play aunties at work that I have worked with for over 10 years. And their accents are thick and beautiful and rich. And I just feel like American actors can't touch the authentic nature of their accent. It's so beautiful. Aside from that, I'm also wondering, why are we doing Russians again? It's like a return of the 80s. We're doing Russian villains again. And I find it odd because we have domestic terrorists in real life that are often way worse than our out-of-country adversaries. But what's old is new again, and I'm okay with it. Okay, so another villain I was kind of giving the side-eye to is Brittany Underwood's character, V. I'm like, why does this hit girl have to wear cornrows and a necklace? It's like, are we over stylizing and feminizing our female villains? I mean, this heifer got her stomach out and she got bling. It's like, what? What is this tiny ass woman gonna do? I mean, I know tiny girls be killing it in MMA, but she doesn't even look like them. And I'm not convinced by her as a villain in the least. But you know who I was feeling at a villain? Mark Dacascas. And when I saw him, I almost lost my shit. Then I was like, yeah, I'm fully invested in this movie now. They let Big Daddy Sweet kick scrap a little bit and get roughed up. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm with it. And like now I'm giving the marketing people the side eye because they built this as like a Sean Patrick Flannery and Michael Jai White movie. When you have people in this like Brittany Underwood, Rachel True, and Mark Dacascas weren't mentioned in the trailer at all. 
Look y'all, B movies are so much fun and I forgot how much fun they are. You know, back in the day in the late 80s, early 90s, there were lots of B movies that came out and went straight to HBO or they had a small release in the movie theaters. And those were like the popcorn action flicks that you would go see and just kind of like hang out with your friends and kick it, talk smack during the movie and enjoy. And I miss those because everything has to be this big box office smash that has to make billions and billions of dollars for these production companies we're missing out on those really fun you know just spend your dollar or two watching them go home and have something to talk about and maybe buy the the dvd or blu-ray later on look it's the little things like the quirky dialogue between the minor and major characters in this was fantastic and a lot better than a lot of the dialogue that i've heard in major theatrical releases the dialogue was playful and authentic and it flowed really nicely another plus for me is that they let the american military actually look badass and competent in a lot of these types of films you always see the military arriving too late or getting overwhelmed by the villains so that the main action hero can save the day and in a lot of those cases you can have both and in this movie you have case and point the only real negative i have about this film is that i feel like the daughter portion of the story was kind of stupid i mean he told her to sit and wait for him in the car but she didn't have any music on so you mean to tell me this entire time you didn't hear gunfire you didn't hear a helicopter explode next to the hospital you didn't hear explosions and then she gets tired of waiting for him and she just gets out of the car and it's yelling for him at the window dad where are you i'm waiting down here and then she gets caught by the villains as they're leaving it's so stupid and of course they needed it for plot but it's still stupid hell if that had been me i've been getting out the car running for cover and calling 911 and that could have also aided in the plot development as well okay okay enough of me ranting about the daughter not a bad movie i give it a solid 7 out of 10 simple fun b movie that is at least entertaining nothing special if you have the time watch it it's free but it has commercials thank you for listening to the movie complex channel podcast don't forget to subscribe download and share episodes so that i know you enjoyed it see you next week